when the weather is right, Aaron Olson will wake up before sunrise, put on an orange vest and orange hat, and go in search of pheasants with a shotgun at the Hawkeye Wildlife Management Area. Welcome to Above the Fold, the Daily Iowans weekly news podcast. My name is Natalie Dunlap, and today's episode brings the story of pheasant hunting in Iowa. The written story by Olivia Gammersfelder appears on the front page of today's paper, and be sure to check out the photos from Ayrton Breckenridge. This hunting season is seeing the highest population of pheasants in Iowa since 2015, which is attracting hunters from across the country to come to the state. Milder winters in recent years have allowed the pheasant population to fight off exposure to cold and access food underneath ice more easily, increasing their numbers this year. According to the Iowa Department of Natural Resources, the most populated areas with pheasants include the rural northeast and southwest regions of the state. Pheasant season is an economic boost for the rural regions of Iowa, whose communities cater to pheasant hunters from across the country. Some small towns even hold events like the annual Tail and Spur Contest put on by the Neil Smith Wildlife Refuge in Prairie City, Iowa, which has a population of less than 2,000 people. The contest judges thousands of hunters for the one who holds the pheasant with the longest tail. This year's winner came in at 23 inches. Here is Mick Clemmis-Rudd, an informational specialist with the Iowa Department of Natural Resources, talking about the financial impact. So the word's getting out, people coming back to the state. You know, back in the 80s and early 90s, Iowa was a pheasant hunting destination. Opening weekend would be like, uh, you know, we'd have up to 200,000 people out in the countryside uh, participating in pheasant hunting. And then in the late 2000s, so like 2007, 2008 to 2012, we had a series of really bad winters really rough springs, a lot of flooding, a lot of cold weather, and that just pounded our pheasant numbers back. We went way down, so then we had some people drift away from, from pheasant hunting and they'd go to other states. Well, now that they know that the birds are back, uh, we've uh, seen a lot of people returning. Our hunter numbers are going are increasing, especially our non-residents. And when they, when they come to Iowa to pheasant hunt, they're, they're not staying in Des Moines or Iowa City or Waterloo. You know, they, they'll be staying in Algona, Storm Lake, Spencer, Spirit Lake, you know, smaller communities, Webster City, where they can get out and get hunting. So that money's going to a lot of our rural areas or small town areas, a lot of restaurants, gas stations, you know, stuff like that. So it's really good for the rural economy. Um, it's great to, great to see people back in the outdoors. These pheasant hunters have to abide by hunting regulation, which includes wearing blaze orange for visibility and limiting the kills to three roosters a day, with a total possession of 12 a season. Aaron Olson, a hunter in Johnson County, said he and his dog Boone often hunt for pheasants as a bonding activity. Olson trained the English settler since he was a puppy. And he's a rock star. And it it makes it really enjoyable for me because, you know, I trained him. and Just being able to watch what he was put on this earth to do and what he's capable of it like at the end of the day it's not about harvesting birds for me it's about just kind of having that bond with my dog and watching him work and it's pretty special to olson bird hunting is also about the social aspect his first hunt ever was a turkey hunt with his college roommates and his wife took him on his first pheasant hunt 
Yeah, she hunts with me. That's a that's a great thing about pheasant hunting, and it's it's kind of a social thing. Like you don't have to be you know super quiet. Uh, you can have some buddies with you. Sometimes they bring their dogs. Nick Martin from Cedar Rapids grew up hunting with his dad, brother, and uncle. He said connecting with the dogs, such as his five-and-a-half-year-old, wire-haired, pointing griffin dog named Sophie, is a big draw for him, and that pheasant hunting is relatively accessible. You know, the great thing about pheasant hunting is you don't need a lot of bells and whistles to get into it. You know, the dog is something really nice to have if you're wanting to get into a bunch of pheasants and get committed into it. That's something you can get more down the road. But the great thing about pheasant hunting is a good pair of boots, a nice pair of blue jeans, and a jacket. And some hunter orange, because you just need one piece of clothing that's 50% blaze orange in the state. So an all orange hat, half orange hat, whatever. A lot of people have an orange vest on. Mm -hmm. And so as far as getting into pheasant hunting, a shotgun, some basic clothing, and a good pair of boots. And you can really get out there and start walking fields and starting to start to flush birds and, and shoot some birds, too. Thank you for listening to Above the Fold. I'm your host, Natalie Dunlap. And you can stay up to date with this podcast by subscribing to Above the Fold on Spotify. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode.